0: In the high-stakes world of holiday spirits, used car salesman Buddy Hall will dethrone mild-mannered optometrist Steve Finch for the King of Christmas with Christmas lights that can be seen from space. I got reapers, crackle dragons, wagon wheels, throbbing copperheads. Great. I'll take them all. What's this for, man? I'm going to shoot them at my neighbor's house and hopefully give him a heart attack.
1: Hundreds of movies are released every year. Some are good, some are great, and many of them are really, really bad. We seek out those rare gems that are so exceptionally bad, they're actually good. At least when you watch them with friends. Sit back and laugh with us as we sift through the garbage. We'll share our completely unqualified reviews of some of the worst films of our lifetimes as we search for those few that are exceptionally bad.
2: Bad movies with your friends. Bad movies with your friends. Oh,
3: yeah. Welcome back
4: to Exceptionally Bad. I'm Brant. I'm Bracken. I'm Nate. I'm Ben. And I already said we're exceptionally bad. That's and right. What oh, about Danny. Danny? Oh, dang. Dag Nabbit. <laughs> and I'm producer Danny. <laughs> I'm the hot one. <laughs> Welcome back everybody. Do you guys feel the the crisp chill in the air?
3: It's gotten cooler. Hold on. It Got pretty warm up in here.
4: And mark, what? <laughs> All right.
3: That's oh, not no. getting cut out. Come on. Oh, so Oh, it's so good.
4: Welcome back everybody. Uh yeah. So what what's our been doing the last couple weeks? Well I know that we That's good. I mean that's let's do that again,
1: but that, that was fine.
4: So you like stuff? <laughs> sort of feel like an awkward first statement where you find out your cousin is across what the did table he from you. do what about <laughs> Or what about like
1: your uh calling at the dancers. <laughs> it turns out to be your Who's child. Who's your daddy?
4: Who's your daddy?
0: Oh, no. I'm your daddy.
3: I'm your daddy. <laughs> That's the worst follow-up since. <laughs> okay. All right, guys. It's been a couple s- weeks. What s- you up so to So I wanted to talk about, uh, we all got to see uh, the new James Bond movie, uh, No Time to Die. And I know that we record this a little bit in advance. So Ooh. by the time this it, you know, is... Podcast, uh, it will be out for a couple months, yeah. or at least a month and a half or so. Uh, but wanted to just you know talk about what you thought. I'm a big James Bond fan. Uh, this is Daniel Craig's last movie as James Bond. Uh, well, I don't think we really want to get into spoilers, but uh, just your overall thoughts or impressions of this last outing.
4: I loved it, I love that it harkened back to like old school Bond where. They were actually using gadgets, and the mm-hmm. car had I loved cool the stuff car. that it did, yeah. and things like
0: that. I loved um, when he goes to Cuba. The whole that whole act uh, part of the movie was just great. Mm-hmm. Um, is her name Anna De Armas? Anna De
3: Armas, I think. It, yeah, the, I forgot that she was. Oh, that's right. From she, Knives Out, which and she's ah, she also
1: is Cuban. That's who she is. I didn't
0: recognize um, her.
1: Yeah, so... Well, no yeah,
3: right? Yeah. Yeah. She's completely different. Yeah.
0: Uh, she was great. She was great. She, she was, was a surprising She character. was
3: sexy. She yeah. was funny. She stole the scenes oh, that, 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 that she was part. in, which yeah. was... Which she, she also did in Knives Out, right? I, yeah. No, like for she, my wife.
4: I barely noticed her. I, I just, just seemed like a background person, but her, her acting seemed great. <laughs> well...
3: Yeah, she was great. She was, unfortunately, only in a couple scenes. She, but. Uh,
0: she was my favorite part of the movie. She just she stole every scene she was she in. She was not in she, it enough. I thought for yeah. sure she was going to be in it more
1: after
3: seeing and, all the
4: trailers.
1: Yeah, and really, I mean, she's the kind of character who, if this series were continuing, they could always come back and mm-hmm. she could be in future films, right? But right. that's probably not going to happen, considering the next Bond movie's got to be something... Different. Different because yeah. Daniel Craig's not in it
3: anymore, right? I, I suspect they'll be doing some kind of a reboot or something. Yeah, I,
0: I, if I had a negative of the movie, I would say the main villain's not as interesting as most Bond villains.
3: But, I, um, yeah, I think Nate and I talked about this before. I agreed, like,
1: he didn't the, have any sharks with laser beams. The
3: story on the whole was pretty good, expectancy. but oh, but I, 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 and I honestly, uh, what's the actor's name? I'm, I'm blanking. That played uh, the villain. It was Rami Malek, right? Yeah, yeah, Rami Malek. Honestly, he's got such great screen presence, yeah. and he's a good actor. But I felt like his his the development of his villainy was not uh, developed as much as it could have been. And it wasn't Bond level. He wasn't yeah. that. Uh, he wasn't a big threat. Mm-hmm. I didn't feel he was too background. Yeah, the yeah. thing is that I he just thought he was like really scary
1: at the beginning. Yeah. Uh, and then when you first see him again, he was scary. But then when you start to kind of know his story, it's like, uh, this is... Like, why is he the big bad guy? Why is everybody following him?
3: Right. Yeah. And it just his motivation right. of revenge was... I didn't feel like it was right, strong. But anyway. Yeah. On the whole, though, the rest of the most... The majority of the movie I really, really enjoyed.
1: Yeah, it was excellent movie
0: i liked I, it too i like the soundtrack it had callbacks to uh, earlier films mm-hmm. um the car the scene with the car with i love with that. the gadgets that's probably my favorite thing about bond yeah it's he just headlights stinking in and machine guns kind of right and Gums, not machine, just machine guns. guns
4: like mini guns dual mini guns <laughs> yeah. yeah and little things the little exploding the get the drop out of the back of his and
0: smoke yep it, yep but uh, why are we talking about a good movie on exceptionally bad? <laughs> I
1: know, right? <laughs> it's a palate cleanser. <laughs> it's the season,
3: so uh, this yeah. is going to be coming out right before Christmas time, and mm-hmm. we decided to pick a holiday movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, Can the, I yeah, just share I'll a, just a reaction really quick? Ben wanted to t- so yeah.
1: As Bracken said, we record these well in advance, and so it happens to be before Halloween right now, so, which is your. Which is my holiday, favorite like, time of the year, holiday. right? And uh, I, as much as I, I really do love Christmas, but Christmas cheer, Christmas celebration should not begin until November first. And I'm one of those people who gets really annoyed at all of the Christmas uh, invading before Halloween, and so the thought of watching a Christmas movie right before Halloween. Uh, Really put a bad taste in my mouth and, like, was like, this is against everything that I am. But I'm happy to say, after watching that movie, I don't feel like it was a problem at all. There wasn't much Christmas spirit. There was, yeah. I mean, there was a lot of Christmas in it. It's definitely a Christmas
0: movie, but you know what? I did not feel Christmassy at all. So. Well, I want you to know that we appreciate you, like, compromising your morals for the show. (laughs) We do appreciate that.
4: All at Costco, some Diet Dr Pepper. That's so right. Surprisingly <laughs> low entry. <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh, so what did we watch? Problematic thing was oh, watching a Christmas man. movie in October. Yeah, not watching this specific movie. So
0: when, yeah. at Costco and stuff, when they have Christmas stuff in August. <laughs> 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 yeah, that's. Uh, so my birthday's in
1: September, and uh, I to me. Like, I feel like I can start decorating for Halloween the day after my birthday. Um, But when I went to the store at the first week of September and there was no Halloween stuff out, it was Christmas stuff. I was like, wait, you haven't even put out Halloween stuff and you're already putting the Christmas stuff out? It's horrible.
3: I think Charles Schultz encapsulated it perfectly in the 1960s when he realized that he called out that people were already putting out Christmas stuff right after Easter. So. You know, it's just one of those things that's always uh, happened.
4: Yeah, so I'm right. one of those people has Christmas spirit all year round. I just never you take just my keep my lights your down. tree up, and
0: <laughs>
1: he thinks there's room for everyone on the nice list, <laughs> uh,
4: except this movie. So,
0: as I mentioned on our bonus episode, my birthday is late October, right. and um, when I got married, we do gift gift exchange with like my in laws, my wife's brothers, and their spouses and stuff, and I had. I've mellowed a bit now, but I had a hard and fast rule for a long time that it would mock me over. I'm like, we're not talking Christmas lists until November 1st. <laughs> right. Because there needs to be room to celebrate, you know, well, yeah. Halloween and more importantly, my birthday. My birthday, yeah. I mean, it's too bad for the world they're so close together because people just get really partied out. But like, <laughs> I can uh, see
4: how that would happen.
0: Yeah. Well, you guys know. Yeah. Right. And, uh, yeah. yeah.
4: Oh, guys. So let's talk about let's what talk movie about did we movie. see. So we watched Deck the Halls, which is a now, movie I had not even actually even heard of. Until if you look on IMDb,
1: there's like 600 Deck the Halls. Which Deck the Halls
4: did we watch? This is one with uh, Matthew Broderick. And Kristen Davis. And Kristen Chenoweth. <laughs> and Danny DeVito. There and there's our show. 2006. <laughs> and Fred Armiston in four scenes. Yes. Yeah. Um... Uh, <laughs> Oh, man, it's a, so, that's a
3: pretty good cast, right? It yeah. was a
4: good cast. There's a lot of potential there, right? So, yeah,
3: those are all very likable actors. And
4: you go down that list, and some of those people stand out, particularly Kristen Chenoweth. Right? right? Christmas, Christmas songs. Yes. Right. Lots of Great singing. Voice.
3: Yep. I remember her in Four Christmases, which she did, I think, a couple of years after this movie, which is pretty funny, pretty decent. It's not a. It's not necessarily. A classic, like Elf, maybe. Yeah. But it's, you know, decent.
4: Uh, all these people individually are funny. Yeah. What do we think of the sum of their parts? I felt like, I mentioned just I, I
0: kind of felt like this movie was almost like a ransom note of Christmas movies. And that might be getting, <laughs> might be getting too much into the story, but like, yeah, why don't we... Well, can,
1: should
4: we go over the plot real quick so that we have a framework
3: to build off of? Very quick.
4: Yep. So it is and Christmas go. time. <laughs> Matthew Broderick is Steve Finch, and he is an optometrist.
3: Wait, doesn't Finch rhyme with something? Uh,
4: Green. Oh,
3: yeah. yeah. Okay. Hold on. Gotcha. I
1: didn't get that. <laughs> I oh wait,
4: it's funny now. I didn't get it. <laughs> no, I I, I would it's, be willing to bet that was purely accidental. It's right. so subtle. Okay, it's hit so stop. Subtle. This was the best movie of all time. Hit stop. <laughs> <laughs> Matthew Broderick. Who is charming and funny plays a very boring optometrist whose whole life is dedicated to Christmas and the enjoyment and being the Christmas guy. And forcing
3: right? his family to, to do stupid stupid Christmas. He strictly tropes. adhere to his he, Christmas schedule. Yeah, he makes their family wear Christmas sweaters and take pictures in these Christmas sweaters. Because it's tradition. as a family in front of the in front of the chimney. Mm-hmm. Every Christmas. Finchens, finches wear
4: sweaters and yeah. finches use the, and the oak silver <laughs> trees only.
1: And they're in a small town and the whole town knows that Christmas is his holiday. Yeah.
3: He's so, like, he's like on a cul-de-sac with his house and another house right next right to in, it. Yep. That's at the only houses on, this, on yeah. this little street.
4: And this is, I mean, he lives in a fairly nice house, fairly large. Um, if you know Home Alone, it's kind of that scale, yeah. uh-huh. right? So just a nice yeah. It's in New England, New, New England colonial. New New England I think Home. they said they're in Massachusetts. Yeah. yeah. Um, across the street, in the middle of the night, they mm-hmm. mention this U-Haul knockoff brand U-Haul truck rolls up, and this family moves in, New literally family. in the middle of the night.
3: It's um, been leased.
4: It has yeah. been leased. Yeah. yeah. Um, Danny DeVito, uh, Kristen Chenoweth are the the couple who move in. Um, Danny is a Car salesman, car salesman. Yep. who apparently is phenomenal, he can sell used cars to owners of said car dealerships that he works for. Yep, for sticker, for sticker price. Yep. Yes, and um, he gets bored of his job easy. Like yep after one sale, after one sale. Yep. Yep. yep, and so they're constantly moving. You you learn that throughout. You don't get that until a little bit later in the movie that they are constantly just moving because he gets bored and mm-hmm. his. I would say all of the wives are eternal fountains of patience. Yeah, these husbands are complete a holes. Yeah, I don't know how any of them are still married. Um, they
3: you're not exaggerating. No, no that's they, no. they're
4: just absolute jerks. And yeah. um, that's what Christmas is all about. <laughs> so um, it the 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 MacGuffin, the whole point, the plot point is for some reason. Uh, Danny DeVito's ditzy uh, twin daughters um, are looking online and they see an overhead map. Like a of it's like a Google Earth. Google Earth. Google Earth, yep, satellite thing, where they're remarking that they can see the their neighborhood house. from space. And specifically, they can see the neighbor's house, mm-hmm. Matthew Broderick's house, but they can't see their own house. Danny DeVito <laughs> decides that he is going to uh, make it so that his house is visible from space and he gets the idea i'm going to do that with christmas lights and then he he basically he goes full chevy chase on it and just covers his house in lights and sound and throughout the rest of the movie his whole goal to the exclusion of literally everything else in his life is to get his house visible from space i would say say there's
0: one other goal and he couples that with his goal to piss off his neighbor to really to really annoy steve so
3: Let's just compare Clark Griswold's house, the lighting. You know, everyone, a lot of people have seen mm-hmm. yep. Christmas Vacation. Yep. The lights there and the, and the lights on this house, <laughs> uh, Danny DeVito's house. Would you say this was better, equal to, or less than the lights? I mean, Gr- well, the Griswold's Christmas lights were pretty, you know, they had to turn that nuclear power plant on. Right, yes. To, because it was kicking into overgear on the grid, right? <laughs> so how would you rate this this house?
4: I'll be honest. I yeah. actually enjoyed the Griswold home more. There yeah. was more charm to it. Yeah. Okay, it was more homey. This one felt like the RoboCop version. It did. Yeah, uh, yeah. And, and the Griswold home.
0: And the Griswold home that was a joke in the movie. A gag, right. like a gag that they came back to a couple times, but it yeah. was just part of the movie, not right. The movie it wasn't yeah. the well. Whole
3: point. When you describe that uh, that attribute of the house, I mean, don't you feel like it kind of carries over to the entire movie? Like, the feeling of this yeah. this movie versus oh, yeah. the feeling you got from, you know, Christmas Vacation. Like, what, like, the difference is there. You want to talk about that a
4: little bit? It's, it's like they got the dubbed version of Christmas Vacation in some language that nobody speaks. They ran it through Google Translate. Yeah. And then they made a movie. That was their script. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it, I mean, I, it was, I mean, th- there was it. so much. So many, many things basically ripped exactly right out the of same. that. Like, yeah. they swapped some characters, you know, traits yeah. back and forth, you know, um, but it, it felt like knockoff yeah. Christmas Like fiction. I said, it's a
0: ransom note of Christmas trees. Yeah. Yeah, just yeah, took right. different exactly. scenes and
3: pasted them together. I felt like this was a, the reversal of Christmas with the Cranks, where they don't want to, you know, decorate their Christmas Uh, Their house with Christmas decorations just for this one year so they can go to the Bahamas Mm -hmm. and all their neighbors want them to decorate. In this case, the neighbor doesn't want them to decorate. um, And he goes way overboard and he like keeps upping himself. It's already been completely lit. And the entire town's coming every night to see this presentation of lights and whatnot. And he keeps going to the store and buying more lights. And I don't know where he's going to put the lights. Right. But he keeps upping it, like, getting it bigger and bigger. and yep. Yeah.
1: Hey, I mean, he turns his whole house into an LED screen, basically. The, yeah. so the, the entire roof. it's just completely yeah. filled out. And part of, like, how you were saying it's the RoboCop version, it's because those lights are laid out in a perfect grid. grid yeah. like a Like a machine did it, right? I mean, it really is. I mean, and it's literally an LED screen because he's playing videos and stuff yeah. on it. Yeah. Uh, I would pretty. say... A good best boy did it? <laughs> yes, that's true. A, a, a good, good gaffer with the help of a good electrical best
4: boy. Do you think that they got the guy from uh, from Justin and Kelly? <laughs> I mean... I, I, I don't know, man. I'm, I bet you he was... I mean, if they did, that... Like, that's the budget. They Yeah. I mean, that is the full 40s, whatever, million dollars just to pull that guy. Just he was amazing. Guy, I mean...
3: Oh, He's, so Danny DeVito wants to make his house light up and be seen from outer space. Uh Matthew Broderick hates to, him his, his character's name rhymes with Grinch, mm-hmm. Finch. Mm-hmm. Doesn't want him to. Yep. Yeah. Uh uh Danny DeVito's last name is Hall, so that that's the title deck, deck the, the Halls. Halls. I guess they're you know, wanna fight. I was hoping right. it would be a Halls. boxing movie or something. <laughs> um yeah. Um with a the trucker. There's no fighting scene, but there is a, a ice, skating scene, scene. There's the there's ice skating scene. There's a race, yeah. There's a uh there's Oh some... no, you're you're going to die from hypothermia scene. Maybe we yeah. can talk about that a little bit. <laughs> there um, is a the firework attack scene. There is that. So yeah, there's a few scenes that <laughs> kind of encapsulate this rivalry, but um that's really the crux of the story, right? The
4: weird thing is it was like it was the stupidest thing cuz mm-hmm. like honestly, it was just like they're a little bit weird, and sure, Matthew Broderick, you know, Mr. Finch, is kind of an a hole yep. at the very beginning, like from from the get go. But from, from the, get-go, the beginning yeah. and yeah. it was, yeah, you never like him. Why did you move in, in the middle of the night? Like, get over I him, feel right? it, but but if yeah. we're gonna go
0: back to the um, Christmas vacation comparison, like yeah. he is Margo and Todd, the next, yes, next door neighbor. That's yeah. right. Although he has a bit of a redemption arc, I guess, at the end, whereas they don't. But like, he's yeah. he's Margo and Todd
4: from the get go. Yep. I and would, he's kind of your main character. Yeah, yeah. I would rather if he went Todd and Margot and was just <laughs> leaned into it and just like, no, yes. I'm Christmas. It goes a very certain way. He was just so unlikable. He was like, uh,
3: yeah. I I kept saying over and over again. I, I mean, I like this whole cast, but Matthew Broderick, I felt like Billy Crystal would have fit this role a little bit better. Yeah. Because you can, you know, Billy Crystal can be really angry, but yet you'd still like him. Mm -hmm. And he's, he's reasonable and he could kind of march both, both ways there. And, and kind of, he's got a rapport with Danny DeVito from, you know, Throw Mama from the Train. I think that that dynamic would have been a little bit better, but it just didn't work for Matthew Broderick. He just, he's, he was just uptight and unlikable, right?
4: Oh go ahead. Uh, yeah, I mean in the very first scene. Yeah. Right? Like we nobody was laughing right. for like the first 10 15 we minutes. We were pointing out jokes. We were just like, "Hey, oh a that joke was a joke. just happened." And we were even saying like, "Okay, here comes the setup, and there's the punchline." Yeah. Okay. None of them were funny.
3: Yeah. None of the jokes were landing. So, no.
4: Uh,
1: I want to ask you all about Matthew Broderick. What is he good in? I mean, he's he's great, right? So, where what roles has he been good in?
0: War games.
1: War games. Ferris yep. Bueller, obviously. Ferris Bueller. Yeah, I love uh, him. In Ferris Bueller.
3: Biloxi Blues. Yep, uh, I like him
1: in Lady Hawk. So he he plays these kind of clever, intelligent, snarky, snarky fun. He's always like this kind of fun character, right? Hip, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then he plays this guy where he's just uptight and just miserable. And he still uh, looks kind of boyish, right? Yeah, he like, still looks like Matthew Broderick. You keep expecting
3: Ferris Bueller. He's the uncool dad, which yeah. is not what he does. He, well. he should
1: have been still. I th- I feel like he would have been better if he would have played it like he like did when wing- he was younger. A, a
4: wink and a nod at the
1: camera yeah. and like, yeah, I, uh, I know what's going on. I mean, yeah. It but, was, yeah. but, you know, I'm, I'm going to share this little bit of trivia that I found <laughs> about this. Uh, apparently, um, most of the people on the, most of the actors were not having a good time during the filming of this. Uh, I'm not going to go over everybody here, but it says here that Matthew Broderick could be found on set shaking his head in disbelief, repeatedly stating, I've hit rock bottom. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, i'm pretty sure
4: that we could really uh sense that that yeah. he felt that way I, I mean i even i even commented like halfway through the movie even the extras in the back who are acting alongside very right. well-known actors just seemed bored out yes of their minds.
1: everybody
3: was bored in this this movie was lifeless <laughs> <laughs> it really was there were a f- was. there were only a few kind yeah. of
0: genuinely funny things yeah like the Christmas card. Yes. Um,
3: That's true. Yeah, that was, let's it, give him, yeah, yeah, throw so, this in there.
0: So, okay, so he says that, you know, the Finches have this tradition where they where these Christmas sweaters, have their photo in front of the fireplace. Uh, uh, the Halls have bought a sled, a sleigh. And so everyone's outside looking at the sleigh, and they're like, "Have the do the photo in the sleigh." And you see this a mile off. You see this before they even leave the house. That yeah, right. He's going to end up in the sleigh, and he's going to go on a crazy joyride. Crazy! He's got ride, two
3: yeah. full-size horses that have got reindeer <laughs> with reindeer <antlers>. <laughs> duct taped. <laughs> yeah, like out of uh, the Grinch that stole Christmas, right? With the dog. Well, this has been fun. So let's go. Uh, let's go take the picture, huh? What picture? Are you talking about your Christmas
0: picture? Mm-hmm. You should take it here in the sled. Oh, that's a yeah. great idea. Take it in no, the sled. That,
1: that, that's a horrible that's idea a because idea. we always take our picture in front of the fireplace. It's oh. a it's a tradition.
4: But oh, wouldn't it be nice to try something new this year, honey? No, I don't yeah, think so. Yeah. No. the a
0: hat. No. Take the picture in the sled. Oh, no, no. no. Yeah, no, no put the no, Santa no, suit no, on. No, no. Yes, no. no you're going to take no, no, the picture
4: no, no. in the no, no. no, no. that, sled. Oh, that's silly. That's it. That's the way to do it. Here you go, Carter. Get out of that. All right,
0: right now. Also, we should keep our voices down a little bit because. I found these horses on the outskirts of town, and between you and me, they look a little skittish to me. You found these horses? Yeah. Carter,
3: out of that death trap, now!
0: And Danny DeVito's character says he found them on the outskirts of town, so we're not even (laughs) sure if these are are tame horses. (laughs) (laughs) Right. So Matthew Broderick goes on a mad dash through town, and he ends up on the lake, frozen lake, which then... The ice breaks. cracks yeah. and he falls through.
4: Like comically, though, like he comes yeah. to a complete stop and then it's just like, like, like a, a Warner Brothers Carter, Yeah, right, where he's yeah. just like the ice breaks and he goes bloop straight into the water. It's like like
0: Wile E. Coyote when he realizes yeah. he's ran off the cliff. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And then cut to the next scene and he's lying there under the blanket, under a blanket, and he's very pale. They did yeah. a really yeah, good, yeah, good job of making with with him, yeah. uh, him look like he's been frozen. in a frozen lake. Yeah. And Danny DeVito's under a blanket with him. Warming him up, and they're, they're both, both naked. <laughs> they're both naked okay. under the blanket. Yeah, so yeah. so he's it, then on the way to the hospital. Then it cuts to he's at home. Uh, Matt, he, Matthew Broderick's character, is at home with his wife. And she's like, you saved your life. And he's like, yeah, it's at least he could have done. He's almost tried to kill me. And she's like, We well, felt really bad. And to so make up for it, you know, since we didn't get our picture, he did this picture. So it's a picture of them at the hospital. And... The family sitting there in their sweaters, and he's like there under a blanket, and it looks like a really bad Photoshop job. <laughs> yes. yes.
3: And he looks like comatose. And he's all pale. Yes. Yeah. So that that was genuinely pretty funny. That was really, really funny. Yeah. But unfortunately, that scene we just described before, uh, you know, with the pullout and they're naked under the together, none of that landed. Like, no. none of us were laughing. I was. We
0: were a little creeped out because It, yeah. it was, right. just, it was yeah. very awkward. It was just
3: not. It wasn't it, the most awkward thing in the movie, but it was awkward. It was just, and it wasn't. It just didn't land. It yeah. just no. The the. I feel like the timing was off, mm-hmm. and I,
4: you could feel coming through the screen how not into any of the scenes.
3: Right. These actors were. Yeah. I, I don't know. It, it's it's just a tough one to call. Like, yeah. What's really causing it? Is it the writing? Is it the direction like i don't know they they all did what they're supposed to on the script right and sometimes it just doesn't translate you know and this was not translating i I mean
4: i i can't put it all on the actors because i feel like the writing was terrible too like the jokes really weren't funny like Mm -hmm. i I think we said there was maybe three or four times that we legitimately laughed Mm -hmm. that's not a great batting average for a 90 minute movie yeah yeah
3: this is not a well-known picture and i found myself wondering while we were watching it, how did this movie get made? Yeah. Mm-hmm. With someone like Danny DeVito and Matthew Broderick and this cast uh, with the Christens, I- I'm just, I was kept thinking, why would they all do this? Why would they? I, I'm not sure. I'm just, I'm curious what the story was. Like, why, why did Danny De- DeVito decide to do this? Why did Matthew Broderick, did they want to just work together or... Was they so, just didn't have anything else or, you know, I, I'm I just curious it Was
1: that they wanted to work together because another one of the anecdotes, uh, from the set is that Danny DeVito didn't want to talk with anybody else. So he flew in each day, um, for his shots and then flew home. Right. Like yeah. he, he, he specifically did not want to talk with anyone. I looked
3: up where they were shooting. I guess they, this was shot in Canada, mm-hmm. um, British Columbia. And I, you know, I, it just makes me wonder. I'm curious what the story was, how how this all came together. They obviously weren't like, oh, this is a really good script. Uh, or, you know, it, I, I, it just makes me wonder. I guess that's just sometimes you get that place in your career, maybe, where you're like, well, I need to do a movie or do something. Yeah, anybody I have tax problems? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't know. But it's... I'm, I'm curious of the story behind the story there there's something not um... so
1: uh, I'll tell you that the writers uh it's pretty strange so there are th- there are three writers uh, who oh, are wow. credited um, two of them wrote the story and then one of them wrote the screenplay the two who wrote the story their names are Matt corman and Chris ord uh, they created the show covert affairs it's a TV series they mm-hmm. created it and wrote it Uh, The strange thing is that if you look at their IMDB pages, they're identical, these two people, Uh, except uh, Chris Ord has some additional credits for other than writing that Matt Corman doesn't. But their writing credits are identical. Like, I was like, did I click on the wrong link? And. I mean, it's, I was like, are they the same person? I don't know what the it's story is It's just a writing there, team. But, I'm sure yeah. they write together. But they've yeah. only done TV shows. Um, could be conjoined twins. Could be. <laughs> the like uh, a that you just let out to write a story. <laughs> <laughs> the, the screen, the person who wrote the screenplay is Don Reimer. And uh, he wrote the screenplay for things like Big Mama's House. But then I noticed... Uh, Several other things. Uh, Rio, Rio 2, Ferdinand, Surf's Up, Mm. all animated films uh, from different studios. And um, uh, he has a lot of those. There's a lot more that I didn't even list on our little cheat sheet. sheet. But (laughs) um, I don't know how much experience any of these writers have for
4: writing this kind
1: of movie.
4: None. (laughs) (sighs) Whatever experience they had... Like, it was not present in this movie. Right? Yes.
3: Even that scene we just described about the you know them being naked under the blanket together, kind of harken back to um, planes, trains, and automobiles. Yep. Right? Like, mm-hmm. which was a much funnier pillows. line. It's a notorious yeah, right. scene. Those aren't pillows, right? right? A scene from from that movie, um, another holiday movie that's much more um, iconic than say this one.
1: Yeah, I mean, it really was like Nate said. Steal a little bit of, a little bit from each movie. Actually, steal a ton from Christmas Vacation, and everywhere else they could, and stick them all together. But there's no lead up to any of the jokes. The timing is all wrong. It's like they don't really understand why those things were funny. And well,
4: so I, I would counter with there's no lead up to the jokes. I oh, yeah. would say there's too much lead up, right? Oh, well, Where it's like, it's, you right, see the two jokes coming out. from, from two a miles mile away, away. Yeah. Yeah. and it just drags out, and you're like, okay, there it is. Okay. Well, they don't Still make a
0: lot of sense when put in sequence, right. maybe right. what Ben's getting at. Yeah, like yeah. There's, there's no rhyme or reason to them. No. Yeah.
1: It's just, yeah, they're all thrown together. And the dialogue, I mean, how many times did we quote the lines, like five lines in advance, yeah. we knew exactly what they were going to yeah. say. Yeah. It's so crazy. Well,
3: there's even a scene later in the movie where Matthew Broderick's character throws a snowball uh, and it hits an old woman. Yes. And I kind of turned to everybody and I said, was that supposed to be funny? <laughs> yeah,
1: were we supposed to laugh at that?
3: <laughs> um, because it wasn't no. at all. Like
1: The thing is that it, it wasn't even tragic or anything. It was completely like no feeling from it It just it happened like on
3: the screen here's, right. here's it was how so it been funny. here's
4: how they would have fixed it right is if stuff kept happening to this poor old lady in the background right like constantly throughout, throughout the, the movie. movie yes then it's funnier because yes. then it's like oh my gosh she's just getting wailed on right yes, so maybe right. she's like got like you know a crutch or something and she's all bandaged up and then she gets drilled by matthew right. broderick with the, the snowball well, i mean or she's if in if it there was so some... much
0: she's in their opening joke she's yeah. the old lady getting fitted for glasses
1: if they, and yeah. yeah if they could have tied something in because he's fitting her for glasses so yeah. if there could have been some joke that tied that moment in with this moment yeah you know it's like maybe
4: she had a patch on one eye right. and he hits he, the other eye or right. something and it's like he's an optometrist isn't right. that funny that he blinded her <laughs> or, or it's like
0: oh maybe he needs glasses because his
4: aim was so far family. off like someone's but, like okay you but know but hold, but, up, hold up, hold up, hold it we're writing deck
1: the halls <laughs> two right now no it's deck the halls the reboot
3: <laughs> and on that note we're gonna take a break and we're back. And we're back. Welcome back, everybody. Well, my thought was they even called him out. Like one of the kids says, he just threw a ball at, or at, yeah. at the, at the lady. lady, and they scream it in horror. It's like, yeah, we are feeling that too. Like <laughs> it just, you know, it was just like my mouth opened and I was just, I didn't know what to say. Because I, I was that, like, "Am I supposed to? Is that supposed to be funny?" Like, I felt bad for her. She's an old woman. Yeah. Crime against the elderly is never funny.
4: So, well, it is at that... Christmas time, I guess, <laughs>
3: because that's, that's what Christmas we were supposed is all to. About. <laughs> that's what we were supposed to. I mean, that was a right, that, that was, was a joke in bad. the movie. Yeah. I couldn't believe it. So <laughs> anyway, the horror that kid felt
0: when the old lady gets hit by the snowball is the horror I felt when I remembered that we rented this movie. <laughs> like we paid for this and we're still paying (laughs) oh man so during the film I talked about how I would rather watch a marathon of every Hallmark Christmas movie than be watching this movie and I still stand by that I mean I'm not
1: a fan of the Hallmark movies but they do have a little bit of charm in them that this completely
4: lacked. I think that's why I hate them. It's because I mean, they're so sappy too. and right. so just sweet and but you feel saccharine. Something. <laughs> I don't, but I can see how people would <laughs> So the the nice thing about the, the really the nice thing about
0: a, a Hallmark Christmas movie or any Hallmark movie insert season here right. is um you can stop watching it. <laughs> And you can come back later, and you're not lost.
4: You could actually start up another you, you movie. Could, you
0: could start one and finish the second one,
4: yeah, like and, a couple hours later, and, and it's it still
0: trapped. It's, it's, it's the same movie.
4: Basically. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and
1: they're the Legos of movies. Right. They inexplicably <laughs> fell in love. <laughs> Legos and movies yeah, of and love. so yeah. we should do that. Watch yeah. ten minutes. Of a Hallmark movie, and then start the next one 10 minutes in, and just every ten so, minutes, so it still works. Here's, it still a, here's works. the thing: is like wow. we could we could
0: make a we could do we could make a cut and like do it on the YouTube if we didn't get copyright. Right. Sure, we sure we couldn't do that, but it would still be better than this movie. <laughs> yes, which is agreed. Which is yeah, what they I, did with themes from right. other Christmas movies. Yes, is, that's right. right, and so. All right. So, you know, it's a guilty pleasure for me to watch those Hallmark movies. I'll admit, I I love watching them at Christmas. When you're doing things like wrapping presents or decorating, you can have it in the background and you're not losing any of the story because the stories are all the same. Right. And so, but they are, there is something enjoyable about them that this movie did not have. I know you disagree, Rant, but that's... <sighs> Secretly, I just want to movie.
3: talk a little bit more about the rest of the cast. There's a few other people that were in this yeah. movie that maybe we could just spend a, a moment on each one.
1: Yeah, because many of the people in the film are not, are recognizable. Uh, and right? have
3: done much better stuff. Right, Everybody has done much better stuff yeah. in this. So, Aaliyah Shawkat, um, I think that's how you say it. Yeah. I, I know her from Arrested Development. She's wonderful as maybe Funke. Yep. Uh, she's she's uh, great uh, in Arrested Development. Was what did you think of her in this? I mean, she's she's the daughter of uh, Matthew I, Broderick. She had like wish, four scenes. And yeah. Krista Davis. Yeah, I mean, nothing out outlandish or dating sailors noteworthy, but she was in That's this. That's
1: right. She's fifteen, dating sailors.
3: Uh, and this this was like surely This was right after Arrested Development. Uh, the first three seasons yeah. aired, so right after that portion of Arrested so, Development.
1: You know, it's interesting, because I always feel like I wish I could see a lot more of her, because I've always liked her. Mm -hmm. And another person I wish I could see a lot more of is Hurley from Lost. Oh, right. he's in
4: this. (laughs) Yes. Jorge Garcia. Love him. He has two scenes. Yeah. And about... Four lines and surprisingly, I said scene right up. Yeah, (laughs) I thought
3: that they could be brothers and sisters. Uh, They do look. They do look. You know, right? The hair and the the freckles and yeah, their nose kind of the same. I kind of feel like they could be brother and sister uh, in that. Lost opportunity, right? Mm -hmm. Another one, uh, Fred Armisen, who's in several scenes. Yeah, right. So this would be probably very early. He's probably still on on SNL when he made this. Um. Pre-Portlandia, I would mm-hmm. think, uh, 2006, maybe he plays at the a beginning, German. which or a Swiss is weird, or something. He, because they never really explain it. He doesn't. He may have one or two lines in the whole movie.
2: Yeah,
0: and his wife, we didn't write down her. And I don't know her no. name. She's the she's the main. She's a love interest in Dumb and Dumber, right? No, it's not. It's not it her. Looks like it her, looks right? like her, but yeah, it's not her. It's oh, not okay, her. But yeah, she she also has a couple of lines. And they're... In bad German accents. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It could be like Norwegian or something. But like, <laughs> yeah, but very bad yeah. Nordic yeah. accents.
4: Yeah, not great. So, okay, so we, we, we've we talked about a few people who were wasted in this movie. When you think of Kristen Chenoweth, what is the very first thing that comes to your mind?
3: Wicked. Wicked.
4: Yeah, she's a singer. Wicked.
3: So she can sing.
4: Yeah. She can sing. She can sing. belt. Yeah. Yeah. How much singing does she do in this movie?
3: She does sing in this movie. A, a verse, She's maybe? Saying, not even a well. well she does. They, it's the very I last, her,
1: like yeah. w- for one line, a couple yeah, refrains. At the from- very <laughs> last,
3: to bring in the spirit of Christmas. After yes, I, yes, we're going to spoil later. it for you. Yeah, the house does end up being seen from space. Yeah, the lights do come back on, uh, the and then wish. she and then Kristen Chenoweth does sing. A Christmas song,
1: yeah. yeah. Well, a not by herself. Of, everybody, everybody sings it. A couple the, of yes. bars, and she. That's sings That's right. The, People's
3: Nokia phones are waving in the air I, what, as they the sing. Lights.
1: Wait a second. They <laughs> turned the lights on, and they went on for a second, and then went right off. Just like in, just
4: like Christmas, Christmas vacation, vacation.
1: Yeah. right when everybody's there for it, right? But good thing
4: everybody had Nokia phones. I will say, I was going to be so disappointed if the Nokia phones and random candles was going to be what allowed them to be seen from space. I'm like, I'm glad they didn't do that. No, well, it, it was the... a
0: fit with the logic because why is Matthew Broderick's house visible from space with no Christmas lights? or really no other defining
4: features But he's an optometrist oh, and... sorry I, I beg your pardon it's a good thing yeah. the sun can be seen <laughs> from
3: space it's a good thing the sun walked over and realized that the giant plug that needed to be pushed in all the way was yeah. not right plugged in board. it was only in diagonally Someone it just needed to be tripped. pushed a little bit more Sounds like a movie I've seen even though they all completely relit the house and, and spent hours I'm sure it took hours to relight that house the whole town because came all the lights had been do taken it. down yeah. they put them all back in you know, within a matter Minutes, but forgot to plug it in. Hey, that's right?
0: called the cool as ice rule. <laughs> Time is relative.
4: <laughs> Unless you're watching this movie. <laughs> oh, man. Was there anything redeeming about this movie? I mean, we talked about the three or four jokes that were legitimately funny, but beyond that?
0: So I, I would say, like, when I watched this before, uh, so the, this movie was the most requested by my children when. They said we want listener requests. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, but we were we were somewhere with Bracken, and my son forced him to watch the trailer. <laughs> yeah, we were thinking
3: we were trying to figure out a good Christmas movie that was so bad, and uh, there were a couple other ones. But when he showed me that trailer, I said, "Absolutely, this is the one."
0: He forced he forced Bracken to watch the trailer. So, and yeah. and so it has the cringiest, like the worst part of the movie, is at the Winterfest. Where these dancers come up and are singing "Santa Baby" or something? Oh my gosh, and that's so horrible! And so,
1: this is the most cringy.
0: This part is of the, the worst old. part of the movie. Well, and
3: I, I like how Brandt put it because he, you see the jokes coming a mile away. This mm-hmm. is like three miles up the road, and then <laughs> you we kind of walk those three miles very slowly until <laughs> we finally get to where the joke is supposed to be presented. And it's and so. And, the, and it's Cringy, like Danny DeVito and Matthew brodericks they're both dads. They're both acting not like dads would be acting. Right. So the, uh, this is the
4: one thing they're
3: bonding over: is it, perving
4: over clearly high school aged women they're, dancing they're on stage. Wives
3: were just standing next to them like a moment before, and then yeah, they walk away. To find common Yeah, ground. they, they right.
0: force them together to try and get them to reconcile. and so they're like, "Oh, we can we can bond over this." <laughs> and,
1: and they well, start. They start the ogling.
3: Girls, yeah, these like one up Who are dancing
1: with their backs to the whole crowd mm-hmm. the whole time?
3: Gee, who could they be? Then, Who could those people and, up on the stand I mean, be? Matthew
0: Broderick's character is like, who's your daddy? The girls turn around and, whoa, surprise, surprise, <gasps> it's their daughters. What? What? And he's like, oh, I'm your daddy. And then, which was very cringy.
3: But we but, knew uh, because we saw the, the joke coming three miles yeah. ago up the street. We, so, we were already there. So that is
0: super awkward for all of us. Yeah. And then the cut scene to the next scene, yeah. I genuinely laughed that they're in the church washing their eyes out with holy water, which yeah. I thought was kind of kind of funny. Yeah.
4: It would have been great if the setup prior to that mm-hmm. was better. Yeah. I also feel like cutting to that
1: took too long. Yeah. Like it should have been like they should have cut out the oh, I'm your daddy. There was like thirty seconds cut, of that.
0: Yeah. They and, should have just cut directly to them yeah. washing mm-hmm. their eyes out and yeah. it would have been hilarious. So that was that was mildly funny. Yeah. The washing the eyes yeah. out yeah. with holy water. Mm-hmm. Um I'm to people who might find that offensive, I apologize. The movie does not, but I apologize for that. But the the scene before that was quite offensive. Yeah. And, yeah. and so that that was a mild laugh. And then the speed skating was ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Um, Matthew
1: Broderick uh, trained for months. He he no he did in college. He, he Yeah, speed, but he, he trained with speed skate coaches no. for months prior to Oh this. really? Yes. Are
3: you... No, he didn't.
1: Yes, he did. Really? Yeah.
3: I, I you know what was so entertaining like about acting? that? You know what was so entertaining by this scene is his costume because he's in like this orange bodysuit. Looks and like and an Olympian. Just, yeah, it was so ridiculous. Uh, but I kept thinking how they shot it because they were doing close-ups yes. of Matthew Broderick. They were doing close-ups of Danny DeVito. They were doing close-ups of even Fred Armisen who is also in the ice skating race. And I kept thinking to myself, there's no way that they were all actually racing and obviously had body doubles doing the scene. Um, It was really well shot and well choreographed. It was very elaborate. But uh, I didn't for one second believe that, you know, Danny DeVito was beating everybody in this. He could barely
1: stand in his
3: skates. Right. So, uh, you know, it was fun, but it was not. I'm just the fact that you told me that he, training. Train for a
1: real speed skater for a few months beforehand.
3: Well, that's probably so he could have his balance. I, I don't know. Good for Matthew Broderick. Um, <laughs> I, I, I I don't know what to say. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I I good for him. You know. Um, I, I, is wow. there
0: is there really much else to say? So
1: I I want to just <laughs> we were we're talking about how does this get made? Yeah. Right. The guys responsible for this are the producers. Michael Costigan and Arnon Milchin. And Satan?
4: <laughs> Even he was like, no, I'm dipping out, bud. He's like, I'm out, guys. I'm out. Also, <laughs> Let me know for me, dog. <laughs>
1: now, these two guys... It's, it's, I, can't, I can't speak for Satan, but I can <laughs> speak for the other two. Uh, they have produced some... I mean, like, they have good credits for their production. I mean, Arnon Milchin. 12 Years a Slave, L.A., Confidential, The Revenant. Those are just
4: like the first three that I picked out. He has dozens of like acclaimed films. Can I can I say though, yeah. like after watching this movie, I feel like I got mauled by a bear. Yeah. <laughs> right? So I can see the connection there. He's like, hey, I'm good at producing get mauled by the bear movies.
3: <laughs> there was a this lot of snow in this audience. movie. Yeah. Michael it Costigan just, did Brokeback So that
4: makes sense, the, <laughs> yeah. the sleeping bags.
3: Yep. Did you ever at any time feel like the snow looked real in this movie? Not no. One movie. no. <laughs> yeah.
4: There was actually one scene I was going to laugh, so I, I don't remember what movie it was. Was it uh, Cool as Ice? Yeah. Is that yeah. the one where they had the 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 street watering yeah. truck? Right. Okay, yeah, yeah. 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 There was a couple scenes where they're up in the town looking down, and you can clearly tell there's a snow machine blowing, blowing yeah, snow, you know, right fake snow right in front of the camera because yeah. it was very clearly coming just off screen <laughs> yes. and blowing in a very distinct direction. direction. Yeah, yes. yeah okay.
3: <laughs> yeah. You'd think that for a movie that had snow the entire time and most of the movie is on this one cul-de-sac lot with two homes that, they that the snow would have looked a little bit better. Yeah. It just didn't look real.
1: I mean, fake snow is got to be hard to do yeah
3: yeah
1: i don't know uh i will say that the lights were well done even though they looked uh robocop i mean they looked manufactured right but the it, whole, it was it was fun right. if,
4: if you've seen those amazing christmas light displays on homes on yeah. youtube that are set to music, oh yeah this i have this a friend is on, who does this is on part with that you don't uh, need to watch this movie to right, get that that's level right. of, of, of. I think engagement. those are
1: actually more entertaining. This was more like a jumbotron. Uh, well,
0: and when he first does it, where he's got it, you know, the huge LED, right? Because um, if you watch those those videos on YouTube, uh, it's usually like a whole song that lights like, and they're to. dancing to. And yeah. he had like. Oh. I feel like 15 songs that, and he had about six seconds of voice. And he was mixing them with
1: his two iPads. iPods. iPods. Yeah.
0: And he kept like throwing a switch. It's all smoking. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. He was throwing a big electric switch.
1: And every time he did it, it would do a record scratch. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And he's like moving his hands around like he's, like he's, (laughs) like he's being a real DJ, but what's he doing that to?
0: He's got his two iPods there (laughs) and they, (laughs) and they start smoking. Yeah. (laughs)
1: Um, the music. Okay, it's a Christmas movie. Oh, gosh. We were talking about this before. Christmas movie. There are a million Christmas songs. The The soundtrack for this was done by George S. Clinton, who's the same guy who did the Mortal Kombat soundtrack, so we've seen some of his work before. Uh, what songs did you guys come away humming after this? <laughs>
4: Can you name one Christmas song? Can you name one, any song in this even, film? Even, even Even the songs that they called out that the, the whatever, the little carolers were going to sing. Right. is a song I've never heard of. Like, yeah. literally, pick, like, Frosty the Snowman. Like, you don't have to <laughs> sing it if you don't have the rights. That's fine. But, like, everybody knows Frosty the Snowman. They did something stupid, like... Some... It sounded like a made-up name. Completely never heard made of up, it. yeah. Uh, uh,
0: yeah, I was going to say, if no one else brought it up, I wanted to. It's like, uh-huh. almost every other Christmas movie you see, like... Has good Christmas music, mm-hmm. like I, I, I can't name them. Well, I don't even know if "Deck the Halls" was in the movie, yeah, like, right. the song. And
3: <laughs> I don't think it was. But like
0: every other song that there was, other than Christa Chenowith's little singing, like they were like the bad versions yeah. of mm-hmm. of a Christmas song. Um, we were watching the credits at the end, and Danny and I were laughing. It was almost like a hillbilly rock version of. <laughs> I, I, I can't remember.
3: Oh, I think rocking around the Christmas tree was in one scene, wasn't it? When yes, they got the Christmas tree right. and they put it in his living room. And, and but that was probably the exception, yeah. And it's to, the same
0: version that's on Home Alone. Oh, okay. and um, yeah, but I was like, how can you have so many good Christmas songs? And even if you're watching, say, like a Christmas story and it kind of has older timey radio recorded, like very brass bandy versions, like even that's like good, has its own
4: charm. Mm-hmm. But most of the music in this. Like, I would not want to listen to this soundtrack. Even, so, Christmas Vacation, we keep calling it, because this is just a horrible ripoff of that. Had fantastic music. Absolutely. It played perfectly. You know, it had that nostalgic kind of music for the scenes where it's like, look, he's trying really hard to be Christmassy, right? And then there's fun music when there's fun stuff happening. But there's literally nothing at all memorable about this. And they've got Chris Zjedoweth.
3: Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was pretty lifeless.
4: <laughs> well, <laughs> does anybody...
3: I, I I think we're all struggling
4: here. Cause uh, I, I, I did want <laughs> to ask, you know,
3: I, I kept thinking of these two main actors. We did talk a little bit about Matthew Broderick, what he's been good in, what you really like him in. But mm-hmm. I wanted to ask all of you what your favorite Dane DeVito movie is. And right off the top of my head, I, I thought of... One role that he's most well-known for. Hercules? Um, that is also a Christmas movie, if you want to be very strict about Batman it, that Returns. takes place during Christmas. And yeah, that's Batman Returns oh, yeah. as, the, as the Penguin. Yep. Which is a whole lot more Christmassy than this movie, <laughs> uh, to be perfectly honest. <laughs> it really <is. laughs> uh, what, what movies you like him in? Danny DeVito.
4: Throw Mama from the Train.
3: Great movie. Yeah, I thought that. he was fun in
4: Twins. I, yep. I think... Yeah the juxtaposition of having massive Arnold and Danny DeVito. Yeah. Like Uh-oh. they could have done stuff like that. I- I'm going to interject here. I'm going to sideline us for just a sec. Did you notice the entire cast was tiny? Like they're <laughs> super short, right? Like they're like, we got to get Matthew Broderick and we need Danny DeVito to not look like he's three feet tall. Right. So literally every actor they hired yep. is Kristen tiny. Chenoweth. Yeah. yeah. Kristen Chenoweth mm-hmm. looks tall in this he movie. Is, yeah, their twin
0: daughters are tall. Yeah, yeah. So we were yes. like, "Who's, who's but the dad?" Five, there, they're but, only four foot eight. Yeah, but I was like, I was like, "How did those kids come from those parents?" So,
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah let we mentioned that, but do they never said that he was the stepdad? Right? They, no, they always didn't, no. said that he was the father was the of those. Yeah. There is no way <laughs> that Danny DeVito was the father of yes. those two girls. She, they were both they're both like. Uh they look like Instagram influencers. Well, yeah, they, they were do. yeah, like what they were the twins from the Double Mint gun twins right like oh. they're tall yeah they're blonde yeah. they're so much taller than even Kristen Chenoweth mm-hmm. let alone Danny DeVito Yeah. they tower and, over both their parents and they yeah. don't look like Danny DeVito in the least
4: there's no way that Kristen Chenoweth's genes can overcome Danny DeVito's <laughs> genes and produce offspring that look that gorgeous uh,
3: yeah I kept thinking that he was the stepdad or something or this is just a Hollywood Christmas fantasy movie yeah. or something but
0: so I would say let's go back to Danny DeVito films. I, I I like Matilda, oh yeah, and yeah. everything everything around Matilda, mm-hmm. like um, that you find out later about how the girl who plays Matilda, her mom had cancer, and how Danny DeVito and his wife really stepped up and helped her out, like during and after the filming of the, yeah. of the movie.
3: I I and, love that both of you. Movie. Yeah, both of you mentioned two that he directed and oh, starred yeah. in. So, yeah, Danny DeVito rocks.
1: Yeah, he does.
0: Yeah, I, that was one of the things that made me sad. I was like, I like Danny DeVito. He was on an old TV show. I,
3: I loved him. Well, I think he <laughs> was in Belt? Taxi. But I, I also really, really loved him in Romancing the Stone. And, and my wife will attest how much I love Romancing yeah, the Stone. Right. Uh, it's it's a great movie. Is he and in
0: Jewel of the Nile?
3: He is in Jewel of yeah. the Nile. Yes, he is. It's been
0: a long time since I've seen that one.
3: Not so great a movie. But Romancing the Stone, wonderful movie. Great humor in that. Great timing, wonderful. Well, uh, you know, I just thought we'd end on a positive, happy note. I mean, that's a little Christmas gift to all of our listeners out there. Hope you have a good Christmas. Well, we have should, to, should, we have to, uh, we go around. Decide. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah.
4: So, you have now heard my opinion on 1941 i wanted to claw my eyes out on that yeah i feel like this is 1941 with pseudo christmas music yeah. that's yeah. that's the best I can but this do. was a
3: lot shorter than 1941. Uh, it, it didn't, didn't feel, feel like, like it <laughs> i'm starting to feel vindication guys yeah. they're still talking to me so <laughs> <laughs> merry christmas to me
4: so you're saying exceptionally Very bad, bad. <laughs> No, afraid not. This is terrible. Do not watch this movie. I feel bad that we sent money to each of these actors. Yeah. even if it's just pennies to each of them.
1: I don't know. I feel I feel like a little bit of
4: happiness in my heart out of pity that we sent them. Are you <laughs> sen- listen, okay, here here's the thing. Matthew Broderick and Danny DeVito have more money than I will ever attain in my entire right. life. I would rather send each of them individually $5
2: <laughs> and a little
4: apology note than ever pay money to watch this movie again.
3: That's a good point, Brent. Uh, I guess it's my turn. Yep. Yeah. Uh, you know, this movie was lifeless. I keep saying that. Um, I, I kind of feel like... If I were to watch this with another group of people that haven't seen it, and I, I've already seen it, experienced it, I actually might have a little more fun with it and just see. But I, I it's not exceptionally bad. There's no <laughs> way this is exceptionally bad. This is just a bad movie. But it, it is very unusual. Wait a second. I You're saying
1: s- that you would just enjoy the agony of
4: the people no, you're watching. No, I... Like, that's the guy that, like, I, getting, like I, farts in a room and then waits for everybody I, to start crying and he's like, yeah, 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 yeah.
3: If, I don't think you know me very well. But, uh, I... No, I'm not saying the agony of it. I'm just saying, I think... Uh, knowing that these jokes are so bad and don't land... Actually, it makes me want to laugh a little bit <laughs> thinking about it. Uh, I don't, yeah, so I don't know. Maybe I am a masochist. I, I don't know. Shot I, I'm not saying this is exceptionally bad, but I am saying that I'm open to the possibility of watching this again with other people to see what happens. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs>
4: so, I guess I share too much. Hold on. on. So so Bracken's like the guy, you can see a trade. You know the trade experiment in psychology is like you can flip the switch. Bracken's like, I'm not going to do anything. I'm just going to watch the mayhem. I'm not going to say anything. I'm I'm just going to watch people people. die. (laughs) How about you, Nate?
3: I feel like you guys are making my point. You're already laughing. You guys are already laughing about... The prospect of watching this movie again and how it's funny. So uh, oh, I rest my case. Oh man! <laughs> so, oh, <laughs> um,
0: uh, I bet if we were able to get a hold of you know the the records of the tactics they used at Gitmo, this is probably on the list. Put it, playing it on a loop. Um, so just a quick background in 2020 when everyone was at home all the time um our family and our extended family did a series of these movie brackets kind of like a March Madness thing Mm -hmm. so with my wife's family everybody got to choose a Christmas movie and Deck the Halls was my son's pick oh um, so you've already put him up for adoption no. <laughs> he no longer has our last name okay um, he, he, uh, you have a son. The, i have no son
4: the um his last name's hall now we
0: changed his name to buddy buddy <laughs> steve <laughs> hall and um but a quick funny anecdote is that my wife's brother he misread the list and so he and his family watched jingle all the way oh and he sent me a text he's like he's like that was a hour and a half or however long of like of arnold that i did that i'll never get back and i was like wait what movie did you watch and he's like jingle all the way i'm like yeah it's deck the halls and he's like oh my wife's gonna kill me (laughs) (laughs) so which is better this movie is way better than i'm sorry
1: Single All the Way is way better oh, than I, this movie. Yes. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So we and it's not a good movie. It's yeah. just way better than this one.
0: Yeah, I mean, it was a contender for us to watch. But um, yeah. so my we watched this movie. I don't. None of us had seen it because mm-hmm. you know everybody's picking like the real easy ones because everybody. I'm talking like my uh, you know four year old niece is picking a movie. So right. the little kids are picking all the easy ones like Elf, right? Um,
3: Home Alone. Uh, Home Alone. The. What's well, that Zemeckis
0: one? Uh...
3: Batman Returns. No, no. Zemeckis? <laughs> the, uh... the other Zemeckis one. Die Polar, Hard. Polar yes. Express.
0: I I picked Die Hard, which actually stayed on the list, which was very surprising. Yeah, the, um, He's talking one. about the Zemeckis one with the zombies in it. Back to the Future?
3: On Her Polar Majesty's Express. Secret Service? Yes, yes, that's the one. I'm sorry, I'm just naming all <laughs> Chris, random Christmas movies. <laughs>
0: Skyfall. Um, and so we watched it. We hated it. Like everybody hated it, and then when we started the show, and we were like, "Yeah, hey, we're gonna take listener requests." Like from that moment on, my kids have been beating the deck, the halls drum. Oh man! <laughs> and I would not want to watch this movie again. I we talk about something circling it, coming back, and being like exceptionally good. Mm-hmm. Like this is this like unforgivably bad. Yeah, it Circles yeah, around yeah. so often that it it goes to the point where you, it's unforgivable. Yeah.
3: So Nate, how many times have you watched this? This is. The second time.
4: Was it funny to watch me in agony? (laughs) Bracken. So you guys notice how I only had
0: one eye going into the movie and I'm now blind? It's because I I gouged one eye out last time I watched the movie.
3: Uh, Didn't you laugh at a few spots in this movie? Not, but I was laughing at the film, not with the film. Oh, okay.
0: I know an optometrist you can talk to. (laughs) Yeah, oh God, that, that drove me crazy the whole time. <laughs> Living in that mansion and he's just an optometrist. Yeah. He's not even an ophthalmologist. Yeah. And to the to the optometrist listeners, like I respect your your profession, <laughs> but it's it's not the same like an ophthalmologist performs surgery. Optometrist typically just right. does glasses prescriptions. So it's it's a different level of, of eye doctoring. Yeah.
1: Nerd. So- <laughs> I'll nerd myself there. All right. So look. Uh, first of all, I want to say to Bracken that I have recovered from 1941. Yay! <laughs> um, and part of my healing was this movie. Um,
3: <laughs> Thank you, Nate. It's because so, you knew
4: that it can always get worse. That's right. <laughs> Is that like when
3: you have a cramp and someone
4: punches you in the arm? You're like, are am right. still thinking about that cramp? Right. Exactly. That, it's a,
1: so, you know, one of our goals with this podcast is to look at all of uh, to watch these, just all these bad movies and find out which ones are really worth watching. Yep. And unfortunately, that means that sometimes, actually a lot of times, we have to watch some really bad movies.
3: Um, really bad.
1: Look, (laughs) at at one point during the movie, somebody hit the button to see how much was left in the movie. There were still twenty six minutes. This is this movie's an hour and a half long. Yeah, hour and thirty five. Yeah, yeah. and we were like, "What? There's still twenty six minutes to go." Yeah. Um, I seriously, I like twenty minutes into it, I really felt like the movie was done. It could have just finished, and it you know it wouldn't have been fine, but it would have been a complete movie. (laughs) Um, It would have been over. Yeah. (laughs) That's right. It wouldn't Wouldn't have been good. It would have been a movie, and it would have been over. Yeah. So uh, I just have to say that I think this is way worse than 1941. To me, this is... I would rather watch 1941 again uh, than watch this again. Thank you. Thank you. uh, This, to me, is like... I mean... It's like watching paint dry. It's like watching. It's so boring. Mm-hmm. So I didn't care about the characters. I think it was just, I, I think to me right now, and maybe it's because it's close to Halloween as we watch it. But really, I don't think that's it. I really think this is probably the worst film we've watched in my opinion. Wow.
3: Um, that's an interesting question. You know, we did bring up uh, Battlefield Earth several yeah. times. Um, we were having some difficulties with the with the videos, <laughs> the version. You know, the video we were playback it in
1: sixty frames per second. Yes. It was all like soap opera looking. And we it like it was recorded on a camcorder. Yeah. We,
3: we switched that off quickly as as quickly as we hey, could. Hey,
1: we did the exact same thing with Battlefield Earth.
3: Right? Yeah.
1: Neither redeemed themselves. No. Though. No. I'm not saying I want to watch Battlefield Earth ever again. No, but I don't. This movie uh I guess I The difference m- is this one doesn't rather. make me angry. That's that's the big difference. I think this is the worst movie, but it doesn't make me angry the way that Battlefield Earth makes me angry because it's so yeah, bad. Yeah, I
3: see I feel like I could watch this movie again.
1: Yeah.
3: <laughs> I, I see, like I could actually do it, but yeah. like I won't. Right. But but I think I could do it. I I, I could never do Battlefield, Battlefield Earth again. Yeah. No.
1: So, maybe I spoke too soon. Maybe it's not the worst movie ever, because I feel the same way, like, if I... But
3: but it's in the conversation, isn't it? No, it's absolutely. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's... Now I'm drawing a blank on our... Uh... Yeah. On our collection of movies that we've watched, because I'm like, is it worse? Than... Look, so this, it, this it, the is... questions are: Is it worse than 1941? Oh, is it worse
1: than I would watch Battle this Earth? over? Uh, than... What was
3: the one in the dark? I would watch this alone, alone in the, dark. Alone in the dark. dark. I would watch this uh, oh. over alone in the dark, night and day. Uh, easy, oh. easy for me. So I think <sighs> if I had to pick, uh, I would watch this. This again. movie's just so
4: nope. bland. Nope. I don't. So here's here's my thing, with the exceptionally bad movies. <laughs> I have fun making fun of the movie. Right. I feel like the movies that you're enjoying, Bracken, are the ones making fun of us watching terrible <laughs> no, movies. No, 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 I no. no. I, don't, no I don't want you to
3: think that. Because... I, no, I, no, I don't no. think you're per- doing it purposefully, but <laughs> I think,
4: like I think you have Ouch. a lot of fun. <laughs> no, no, no. Ouch. <laughs> no, it, yeah. Because I, for me, this, I just there's no incentive. I wasn't right. laughing at any point. Whereas at least in Battlefield Earth, it was terrible but we were all collectively laughing together and right. having more fun as a group. Whereas this one, it, we, we were all just groaning the whole yeah, time. Yeah, that's true. So it's just wait maybe subjectively, that's like true. if you compared like, you know, whatever from yeah. Are you saying yeah. if, if, school, if you're but,
1: sitting in the uh, lobby of a dentist's office waiting for a root canal and you're just out there waiting and they've got the TV on and Battlefield Earth is on and you're going to catch 15 minutes of it while you wait versus 15 minutes... Of this movie, I mean, you might get a little bit of entertainment out of Battlefield Earth in that 15 minutes. Mm, no, <laughs> Rand,
3: are you saying you I felt nothing to... when
0: we held hands during the movie? Uh,
3: so, so for me, Battlefield Earth was painful, and this one wasn't. That's it was good. it was yeah. neutral. Yeah, like it, I was like, okay, I can endure this. Yeah,
4: but I mean, I feel neutral. I mean, I like it, the thing is, is I like Danny DeVito.
3: I like Matthew Broderick. I like. You know Kristen Chenoweth and Uh Kristen Davis. I can watch them on screen and I can endure that, but I couldn't endure you know (laughs) all that hair, all that hair, and like the stupid grunting and the colors and all that other stuff (laughs) from Battlefield
2: Earth. Angles
3: and the oh my goodness! You just after a while you get sick of that and and just realize that they I don't know they.
1: You know maybe it's just been too long. Maybe we need to watch Battlefield (laughs) Earth again just to. Uh, I'm out. So.
4: It's like if you receive a beating and there's no bruises, Mm. but one of them, you come out the other side with some wicked cool scars. For me, that's Battlefield Earth. Yeah, yeah. They're both crap and you get the crap beat out of you, but at least there's something fun at the other end of Battlefield (laughs) Earth. You got like, that's a wicked cool scar. Yeah, you can tell
1: people, yeah, I've watched Battlefield Earth. I, I i sat through the whole thing yeah and people will be like oh man that movie's so bad i can't yeah. believe you did that And you say that about deck the halls and they're, they're like, like deck what? the what
3: that's that's true it is more of a bad. is that the
1: one with arnold schwarzenegger <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> is that the one with vince Vaughn? which one yeah. is that <sighs>
4: okay I, i'm and, sorry and, and, any parting words
3: <gasps> <gasps> don't go see this movie so
4: watch the
0: original watch christmas vacation yeah, <laughs> yeah right watch the original
3: what what are some of your favorite Christmas movies that you oh, would Christmas recommend? Vacation Christmas, is Christmas is Vacation is my tradition. Love that one. We love Elf. Yeah. Elf is great too. Uh, Elf
1: is one that we just like in the last few years started watching. Um, I was uh, the first time I saw it, I wasn't really into it, but years later when I watched it, I was like, I think it was me becoming a
0: parent or whatever. It's like, oh, I like it better now. Uh, this one's not for kids, but Fat Man is a good Christmas. That was entertaining. Movie. That, that just came out last
1: year. It's a good,
3: a good twist on the Christmas genre. Yeah. Die Hard. Yes. Yeah. Also,
4: not really for kids. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I, I say this half-jokingly, but not really. I really enjoy this. This is my favorite James Bond movie. Uh-huh. It is a Christmas movie on Her Majesty's Secret Service. See it today.
4: Mm-hmm. Oh, oh Gremlins. Gremlins, Gremlins. Oh, that's inspired. a great
3: one, too. Yeah.
4: Gremlins made me terrified of Chimneys yeah gremlins made me terrified of gremlins yeah. <laughs> and the floor it made me terrified of smoking at the movie theater yeah <laughs> blenders and blenders and microwaves
3: all right well merry christmas to all and to all and happy night. holidays for those who
4: don't celebrate christmas Absolutely. and our gift to you is now you know you don't have to watch this movie yeah Fa-la-la-la. bad movies with your friends
1: That was terrible. Can we fix that in post?